0: The Commons uh, and the way we search it has always been very individual media uh, focused. It's always about this one photo or this one file or this one uh, video, Um, and it hasn't as much been about the creators. And these are tools that are never going to get baked into major search engines. It's not the business they're in, but these are things that make the Commons work strategy is about a vibrant usable commons powered by collaboration and gratitude because nobody else is going to do this for the commons in the way that uh, the way that we want
1: the first version of the creative commons license was released in 2002 The goal was to give authors the power to license their work in such a way that allows other people to share, or use, or build upon their work. You know, basically the stuff people do on the internet today. Fifteen years since it was established, there are now an estimated one billion things created by authors using CC licenses. Pretty cool in terms of it becoming more widespread... But where is all this stuff? I mean, if you're seeking images, you've probably found yourself searching, searching Creative Commons on Flickr. Or if you're a video person, maybe you know how to use the advanced search for Creative Commons on YouTube. But in both cases, this doesn't include the content outside of these systems. Which brings us to the still lingering problem of Creative Commons finding things. Today on the program, a new development for 2017, the CC Search, which aims to do what no system has yet dared or cared to do, create a search engine that includes as many repositories of CC content as possible. But as we will hear today, this is not just about finding things. It's also about how we engage with authors and the work itself. So to explain it all, one of the great voices on the subject of licenses and sharing. We're joined by the CEO of Creative Commons, Ryan Merkley. We'll also listen to some now classic words by CC pioneer, Lawrence Lessig. It's the story of a new era in creating, sharing, and acknowledging the work of authors on the internet. What does it look like so far, and how did it get that way? We will find out. For Wikimedia Deutschland, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro, and this is source code Berlin.
0: I'm Ryan Merkley, and I'm the CEO at Creative Commons
1: let's go to the beginnings of the idea, um, because that's always interesting. I think a lot of people listening, know creative commons, especially considering this is a, uh, wikimedia related podcast. It's a community that certainly recognizes creative commons, but more in terms of licenses. Right. And, yeah. uh, in that context, tell me about the idea for CC search. Sure. Um,
0: so y- you put it exactly the right way. Most people know Creative Commons for the suite of licenses, uh, and there are about 1.1 billion licensed works in the world, um, a good number of those living on Wikimedia Commons and uh, as Wikipedia articles themselves. Um, and so absolutely, we have a, always had a close relationship with, with Wikimedia um, and and all of its its projects um, what people don't know us as well for is our role in supporting communities of collaboration and uh, and remix. We do a lot of work in open access in open education uh, in open data uh, and in other communities where collaboration sits at the core And late last uh, or I guess it would have been uh, end of 2015 creative commons approved a revised organizational strategy uh, to refocus our work away from what I would have described as, you know, trying to drive adoption of license tools and establish the license as standard, which we think is something that we've more or less accomplished. Um, And to instead focus on what we call building a vibrant usable commons powered by collaboration and gratitude. And the reason for that shift is uh, because our vision is one of full participation in culture and life through access to knowledge and creativity. And we realize that we would never reach that vision if we didn't uh, take the next step that comes after you apply the license, which is about community and collaboration. And so we started to ask ourselves, how do we do that? How do we facilitate that vibrant, usable commons? And one of the things that became clear is that there is no front door to the commons. Uh, there, is, uh, there are very few ways to find your way into the, those 1.1 billion works. Um, and, wha- and the commons is distributed, which I think is part of why it's so successful, is that it, the tools for sharing works were embedded in the platforms where people were already uh, mm-hmm. creating and sharing content. So, yeah. you know, over half the commons lives on Flickr, uh, through yeah. their photo archive. And I think in large part, the reason for that is because Flickr gave users the tools to easily license right where they were already doing what they were going to do in Flickr. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. and similarly, so the embedding of those tools in Wikimedia Commons and in, in Wikipedia or YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the downside of that is that the commons lives in 9 million different places um and so it's hard to index and there is no index um and so we started to say well can we solve for this creative commons has always offered search uh tools at search.creativecommons.org and about a quarter of our web traffic um is uh, people visiting that site uh or that page and what that page does right now is lets you select a repository and then sends you straight into the results um which is fine, um, but it doesn't let you search the whole commons at once, which is what people want to do. But more importantly, it also doesn't help you use or reuse those works. It just does discovery and Google and Bing and other search tools already do discovery of certain types. We wanted to do use and reuse. We wanted to build what we thought of as the first search tool that was a front door to the commons that was designed to enable use and reuse of uh, works that were permissively available. Uh, And so we started to figure out how to do that. Um, We decided to build a prototype uh, in order to start the conversation because we want to build this as an open project. Um, And so we had two options. One, uh, select a variety of media types across the commons and build something that brings all of those together and start to answer those questions uh, and get some comments from people or select a single media type and build something that people could uh, try out um, and give us feedback on. We chose the latter because the prototype would be more useful from day one, and we thought that that would draw more people into trying it and using it and giving us feedback. And lots of people have given us great feedback already. Um, we selected about a goal of about 1% of the commons to start, so about 10 million works, and a variety of sources. So we used Flickr, 500 pixels, New York Public Library, the Museum, and then late in the game, um, as your listeners will now know, the Metropolitan Museum of Art uh, came to us uh, through our work with them around releasing their collection, and so we were able to work with them behind the scenes to integrate their complete uh, digital collection into search at launch. Uh, and so those, those form the initial collection uh, and a set of tools that do search, but they also give you information about the licenses. They allow you to create uh, lists and curated sets of the things that you like. You can share those or you can keep them private. And then you can also um, access a simple one-click attribution, which allows you to quickly copy a standard format attribution, either in plain text or in HTML uh, for use on your site. We know that attribution is one of the key fail points Uh, For reuse of works where people don't know how to do it correctly. And so we know if we make it easier attribution will be more uh, More often done and more often done correctly Uh, And so that's why we baked that into the tool. So right now we're collecting feedback Um, Getting advice, lots of great comments have come in, uh, and then we are planning to build out the tool to index the entire commons uh, and provide a a true front door, uh, but also tools that make it easy to use and reuse the works that you find. That's really at the heart of why we're doing this and why I would bother to step into something as difficult as search um, Mm. as an organization because nobody else is gonna do this for the commons in the way that uh, the way that we want. Uh, and I think there's an opportunity not just to provide a useful service, um, but also to influence the way search works on other platforms and in other tools by piloting um, things that work for users of the commons.
1: As an organization, uh, again, knowing what you were two years ago, what you were busy with, and as you said, you had this end of 2015 decision to revise uh, the mission. And uh, deciding to go into search, uh, you gotta, you got to find people to help you do this, right? So, no. so this is also, personnel-wise, uh, you're getting into a whole new, well, new people, new area. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, and uh, I don't want to miss the opportunity to point out that we're currently posting for a director of product engineering to lead this project for us. Huh. Uh, and so if you know someone great... Um, we would love to, uh, to meet them and hire into that position. We're going to run search with a small team, um, and we're going to work closely with our partners, and we want to build it as an open source project. Um, but the best open source projects always have a small dedicated group of people who can sort the bugs and respond to pull requests and keep the lights on. And so we'll need a core team at CC in order to maintain that. And then we'll also work with our community uh, and other communities that have an interest in it. And one of the things that has been great and uh, not unsurprising is that once we put something out, people started to come to us, uh, which is no surprise. Um, And so uh, giving people something to respond to, to love or to hate, gives them an opportunity to come forward and say, I wish you did it this way or we could help you do it that way. Or can we be included? And so many organizations and partners have done that, which is exactly what we were looking for to start that conversation, to be able to build something useful, useful and great and delightful uh, to help uh, people would use and reuse the works that are shared openly.
2: I guess my own experience is what CC did was give people a way to name a very human experience that they were having long before CC was there. We all have this experience of this different way of connecting and sharing, Um, um, and now we have a structure to identify it, and once we have a name for it, we can then see it across a much wider range of contexts. And so when I've met CC people um, everywhere, um, in a certain sense, they're the same in that they wanna practice this experience of sharing. Sometimes they're dealing with particular problems. So CC CC, uh, UK was born around the problem of how to take, the BBC archive and make it more accessible. It's um, a very particular problem. It's, it's very different from the way CC Korea was born. Um, so that, those differences exist, but I think the more common fact is we've just found a way to make um, visible an experience and a practice that's always been there, but now because it's visible, we might actually um, encourage it and, and support it in a more overt way.
1: And it feels like it's been a few years. I mean, as someone who creates uh, media, I'm often searching or audio or photos. And so I feel like I know on the internet where you're going to find creative commons licensed uh, audio or photos. But it feels like not much has changed in the last few years. Uh, I mean, I guess one of the dominant ones we think of is Flickr. And well, perhaps related to the internal struggles there, you don't see a lot of change. Or yes, you can search creative commons. Uh, So it really feels like this is the first... Development in a, in a while, maybe one for the for the era we now live in. I think that's
0: I think that's true. I think there's been lots of really exciting things going on. I mean, there are um, there are other certainly other players who are doing things uh, that are interesting. The uh, folks at uh, there are at least two Bitcoin startups that I'm aware of, two or three. Uh, one called Alexandria, one called Media Chain, another called uh, Ascribe. We're all doing things around. Um, the blockchain and indexing openly licensed works. There are companies doing visual visual indexing uh, that are trying to play in this space. Um, There are companies like Unsplash who are building something and my words, not theirs, but something that feels an awful lot like an open Instagram. Every work on (laughs) on Unsplash is CC zero licensed, no restrictions Mm -hmm but also they just did a, a really exciting refresh that has a, a bunch of open and collaborative features in it around following creators. One of the things that I'm excited about is you know, the comments uh, and the way we search it has always been very um, individual media uh, focused. And what I mean by that is yeah. it's always about this one photo or this one file or this one... Uh, video. Um, And it hasn't as much been about the creators. And um, at the beginning, I I said that our strategy is about a vibrant usable commons powered by collaboration and gratitude. And it's the collaboration and gratitude piece that I get really excited about. And so what does that look like when uh, we have a complete index of the works of the commons, but also that index constitutes a complete index of the contributors of the commons? And the idea that I could search you and all the works that you've made—I'd need your help to do that. You'd need to uh, disambiguate the various, um, you know, uh, usernames you might have on different platforms that you mm. use, so that I could figure out what works were yours. But the idea that I could—I could follow a thread of a creator, or that I could write you, uh, and or. Uh, You know in some way give you gratitude that I could like a photo that you created or send you a note and said Thanks. I used it for this or tell you how I used it Um, Or even down the road that I could you know patreon style say I love your work I wish you do more. I want to contribute, you know five dollars to your next video camera or um, You know just give you uh, you know a cup of coffee as a thank you um, Which lots of people would love to do, but there's just no mechanism for that. Um, And these are tools that are never going to get baked into major search engines. It's not the business they're in. But these are things that make the commons work. The reason people continue to contribute is because they feel appreciated, because they feel known by their peers uh, and valued for what they do. So anything we can do to build uh, more of that into the commons, I think would be a massive success. So yes, search is at the front end of this, but what's at the back end is stronger communities, more collaboration, and, and a greater sense of gratitude and value to the people who put something out there. Um, I, I feel like um, giving to the commons can feel very anonymous. Um, yes. You know, I have uh, a, a bunch of things where that are set up so that, you know, when I upload a photo to Instagram, uh, I use a service called If This Then That to then grab that photo, upload it to Flickr, and mark it CC uh, by and do that all automatically. and no one ever says anything back to me. I rarely get comments on my Flickr page. People sometimes use my photos. I've seen them used all over. I rarely hear anything back. And it's one of the top things I hear from people is that it I wouldn't say lonely, but it can certainly feel very anonymous uh, to do something. and it's such a huge gift to give something to the Commons. It's you've given it away forever for free uh, and you know, free and open. Uh, and that's a massive gift, and we we offer very little back. I'd love to do better in that in that respect and make people feel more appreciated. I mean, we have a very long wish list of things we'd like to be able to do. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to start by making sure that our core functionality is there. So the largest index we can possibly produce of all the works in the Commons, um, providing useful search uh, that gives people the results they're looking for and allows them. To effectively and correctly reuse those works, to be to honor uh, attribution requirements or other requirements, um, and then start to build on top of that uh, tools and services that uh, make the commons more about collaboration and gratitude. So. Um, maybe that's about analytics, so people can see where their works have been republished. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's about archiving tools, because people want their want to be able to push put their works into the index, um, and and see that they're going to continue on. Uh, maybe that's about uh, gratitude tools that allow for um, giving gratitude of different types, whether it's uh, personal or monetary or otherwise. Or maybe it's about making connections between creators so they can ask for things they want or, or uh, find people to work with on projects they're doing. Um, it's a long, long uh, road of opportunity. Uh, we're going to start with getting the basic things right, which are big, hard problems to begin with, and then go from there.
1: Yeah. And also interesting is, I mean, looking at what's happened so far with CC Search and the announcement this, this month um, that got a lot of media coverage, I also, and you pointed people towards this, the, um, the actual writing of notes and reflection from one of the developers, uh, Lisa Daly, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um, fantastic. Yeah, also very interesting to get to see, you know, some of the stuff you were bringing up here. Uh, but, you know, the, the the notes before the final product, before the, just to understand the how and the task and how it goes.
0: Yeah, I think it's the... Uh, both the privilege, but also the opportunity of working in the open is that you can show your work and uh, that invites people in. Um, it's uh, it's often um, a thing that we, we miss is that um, we like the idea of messy organic processes that allow people to, you know, when people just uh, step in. But one of the things we don't realize is that those messy processes favor people who already know how to get involved. Um, and um, there, We can have tendencies to dismiss structure, but if you tell people where to get involved and how to contribute and where to file a bug and what our process was, you actually create the structure that invites them in because they can find their own path, even if they're not deeply involved in the Creative Commons movement or in open source. And so it was important to us to work in the open, to show our work, to have an open repo that people could contribute to to have a feedback form right on the front page so that it was possible for anybody to find a path into contributing whether it was with a crazy idea or a very useful bug
2: there's a uh, impact which is just it's made it made the the debate clear that there isn't a simple binary between those who support copyright and those who oppose it there's a wide space in the middle of people who are creating and creating in ways that are innovative, but um, but want their creativity shared. In the context of remix music, um, in the DNA of practically every major commercial um, remix site is Creative Commons music because it's so simple to use that in the context of this type of creativity so it's been practically pretty significant and conceptually i think enormously significant and just pushing beyond the simple rule the simple framework that had existed before
1: oh you've sent me something
0: i sent you a list uh, um the uh, oh. one one of the things we wanted to do was make it so one of the things in in creating versus just finding an image, is that you may select a short list of images and then want to be able to pick the best one. And so we wanted to kind of think about that. In, in uh, stock photography, you call it a light box. Uh, the idea that you would create lists of the things that you were considering uh, that you might then pick the one that you want to use but also that you um, might want to share those lists because you might be collaborating with other people or because there might be other uses for those things. And uh, for example, here I've made a list uh, of um, that are uh, the ugly babies in the Mets collection. It's a bit of a, a remix of uh, my favorite list that is, uh, that can be created using the Rijksmuseums uh, studio tool, which uh, one of my favorite lists over there is someone else made the ugly babies list. So was a bit of a, of a riff on that, but Okay. Um, you know, you can create your own collections. That, that was the idea. And those can either yeah. be for your own internal use, because I'm creating a short list of things I want to use later, or yeah. it could be because, uh, I want to share it out and say, Hey, look at this curated collection. Uh, we shared a number of those at the launch of the Matt uh, collection uh, last week, uh, that dig into their collection. Cause you know, 400,000 works. Um, you want, you want a bit of curation in there. So. Uh, I note in this list that Van Gogh really painted probably the, one of the uglier babies I've ever seen uh, in that, uh, that one on the bottom left there. Uh, Yeah.
1: It's a little shaky. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That was not,
0: that was not Van Gogh's best day. Let's just be honest about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But this is interesting also, because I I find myself in the position of either through advice or through actual work, um, teaching people to make podcasts and if, depending on the style you want to use you may need sound uh, either Mm -hmm. music or even sound effects so i always have to take them first of all okay here comes one of the problems that you're aiming to solve i have to take them to a specific repository that they may not have ever heard of uh so i have to kind of teach them to go there uh or remember it and there you can get the audio but then we wind up creating our own offline on someone, well, someone's shared drive somewhere, that collection of sound uh, that people might use for another situation, a future show that you might need the same kind of music, say, exciting music or piano music that's very that makes you think for mm-hmm. those moments in a podcast. So actually, I see where as an audio person, I mean, here we're looking at images, which is the, the big uh, interest on the internet, I think, when it comes to especially creative commons. But even as audio now, I see how uh, making lists and sharing of lists is going to be really handy.
0: I I think so. I think it'll be a useful tool and it's just a a start, but um, being able to share those things, you know, imagine you've got a, you know, a a set of tools that you can share out that say, here's the, here's the intro music that I've, that I've been using that I love. You know, here's, here are the links to all of our bumpers or our call recordings or any of that stuff to be able to just grab it all together and and share it out in a way that's uh, easy Um, You know, those are just basic tools that we have sometimes or have lacked in the commons. So we want to start to think about that uh, and not just do discovery, but really do reuse uh, and remix, uh, which is the whole point. It's why we we care about open, not free, uh, is because we want people to reuse this stuff. So uh, we should take a step in that direction and create some tools that make that easier.
1: Yeah. And with the gratitude, it, it's just even—I mean, it's even better. It's—it's it's exactly what I think the internet has been, I don't know, needing or wanting. Something in between. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so too. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for uh, taking the time. And uh, of course, I'll send people to the actual Creative Commons uh, search. But of course, uh, it's really easy to find. So whether or not I say ccsearch.creativecommons.org or you just type it in whatever search engine you're using, you will be able to go there and start using it. And uh, in the near future, we'll start to see even more of these uh, developments as they come. Uh, Absolutely.
0: Uh, Mark, thanks so much for the opportunity and uh, I do encourage people to try it out and give us their feedback. We really appreciate it. Add to that that one of the things I've noticed uh, and noticed very early on is that there is not one CC, there are many. People do not only identify as CC, they actually cross between multiple groups. Went to Open Knowledge Festival. There were people from Open Knowledge and Wikimedia and CC and EFF and all of these communities, all the various open communities, and it was true at at Open Knowledge Festival and at WikiMania and at MozFest and all of these places. You know, all these people who share a bunch of the same values have found different ways to express them, whether it's in open source or uh, in in Creative Commons or in Wikipedia. When I think about the commons, I don't think that that's just us. That's actually a much bigger thing that incorporates all those things. Uh, and so the, what's fun here is seeing all that cross-pollination and seeing a number of those same people at different, in different contexts working on different parts of the problem around the world.
1: So what have we learned today? Well, first, the dream of Creative Commons is clearly now beyond the license. And it's well into tools for discovery, reuse, collaboration. Hundreds of thousands of people are searching for CC content every day. But until now, their searching has never had a front door. And this prototype is all about one interface that can access many repositories. A growing list, in fact. An interface that includes elements of cataloging to let you collect, as well as the all-important element of attribution. As we publish this program, this tool may be in beta, but the destination for CC search is clear. To make possible what until now has been just out of reach. And that does it for today's program. Source Code Berlin is a Wikimedia Deutschland production. You can find us at sourcecode.berlin. Or on Facebook or Twitter at SRC Code Berlin. Remember that any reviews you leave on iTunes help to get this podcast seen. So thank you for doing that. And if you haven't already, please do. Music on today's program was by Andy G. Cohen, Maciej Zolnowski, Pottington Bear, and Piano Chocolate. And that's all published under CCBY licenses and available on the Free Music Archive. This podcast is published under a CCBY Essay 4.0 license and edited by me. Until next time, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. Thanks for listening.